Hello and welcome to the land of Erun, where the weird and the wild are mundane. We join an eclectic band of adventurers seeking fame, fortune, and trouble. As Grace Hannah Glimmergren, the halfling cleric. Torlar, the pretentious elven wizard. Kizidger, the drow assassin. And the brothers Savakrith, Gerevis, and Yamarashi, a Goliath warrior and barbarian. And I, the gentle god of this world. Let's see what fate has in store on this episode of Dungeons and Disorder. Okay. Hello and welcome to another episode of Dungeons and Disorder. I'm joined by a full complement of fools today. Uh, and we'll start with the king of fools, Anthony. Yes! See, he said a full compliment, which means he's saying nice things. Woo! I'll be playing Garibus, and yeah! Uh, Joe? I'm Joe, and I'll be playing the Bashful Barbarian. Tor? Uh, oh, hey, that's me. And I play a wizard, I think? I think that's this game. Alex? I'm Alex, and I'll be playing Grace Hanna. And Balake? That's racist. <laughs> Blackie. Uh, I'm blinking, I'll be playing. God damn it, you fucks. Let me finish. My name is Blake, and I'm playing Kazidra, the rogue drow. See, now I fucked it up. I put the, the wrong thing. I put the race before the class. Yep, are you yep, happy? Poor syntax. Are you happy? Syntax Whoa, error. Maybe this is like first edition where like the race is your class. Ooh, I hate you're just, you. You're just a rogue slash drum multi-class. <coughs> anyway, we're so, going to edit that out, right? Now I no. can't. <laughs> so, you, know, you know it never happens when we're like, yeah, we're going to edit that out in post, and then it never gets edited out. Never. That's the best part about it, though. Every time <laughs> I reach those when editing, it's just like, ha we're keeping this in. <laughs> Okay, so last time uh, the group decided uh, to move towards the heart of the city um, and in doing so realized that they would probably need to disguise some of their more, uh, let's say, unconventional party members. And so as they uh, moved towards the city, they decided to see if they couldn't find the Pyreling Bazaar, a bazaar that's never in the same place twice. In doing so, they contacted some seedier elements of the city and made a deal uh, to get the information that they need. Um, if they were to basically uh, perform a heist on a gentleman's uh, area, or a gentleman's shop, who is a rival, and uh, if in, in doing so, he would allow you to keep, uh, I think it was 30% of the take. And 75%. I know it wasn't that high. And then... 40! Uh, if you wanted to haggle, you should have haggled with him last week. <laughs> um, haggling with your faulty memory now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then um, he said he could give you some... Floor plans, oh, that's about it. You guys did some base reconnaissance, looking at the outside of the building, seeing the uh, guards he had posted, as well as looking at his storefront that's attached to his house. 
And uh, that's where we left off. You guys had just left his storefront and gone back to your, um, basically that thieves safe house that they let you use. Um, that's uh, aban looks abandoned and boarded up from the outside, but on the inside there's some sparse but nice amenities. And you guys are have the floor plans, which I've sent you digitally. And so now you can kind of uh, ask any questions that you might have about the floor plans, and uh, I will give them to you and plan out your, your heist here. Um, oh, this is active brainstorming out loud? I would yes. assume so. <laughs> oh, we're trying to get to a thing in a vault, right? Correct. So obviously, yep. so, the most logical thing is to just go up to the front door and knock and be like, Hey! Is the vault in the basement, according to this thing? Yes, so the first um, is a basement, and then first floor, and then you have a second and third floor. So it stands to reason that we should just burn the whole place down. And then and then just loot the vault, right? Because yeah. it's on the ground floor, obviously. Yeah, then dig it up. So, uh, you know that the guy asked you for his... Uh, basically, he wants you to clean him out to send a message, as well as his ledger of transactions. Um, he, he also told you that he runs a furniture store as a front and wants you to figure out who his... Uh, basically, he's stopped paying the Thieves Guild for protection, and he wants to know who, who he thinks in the, basically, higher houses is going to protect him because uh, they uh, he obviously thinks that someone is going to he can bring someone's force to bear. Oh, this is easy. We just go in there and smash the place up and see who comes to kick our ass. I mean, theoretically, I guess you could do that. I think we should climb the tree. Well, does the wizard know that the third floor is a library? He does now. I'm assuming he's looking at the plans. I mean, it's probably a library of like furniture bullshit. <laughs> how to best stain a... Where it, it has like a tome of like anime furniture. Well, then the place will burn down even faster. Chicken so, scratch crap. Sorry, if you need Does me you to... Do you have an office somewhere? Uh, you see an there's an office in the basement. Um, his ledger. Oh, oh, the, oh the, it's, so we go down the basement and that is directly the wine cellar. And that connects to office, which connects to a vault. Correct. Okay. We Just double checking through it. Um, Just and teleport through the tree. <laughs> yes, you know that there's a large tree kind of integrated on the uh, this wall here. That's actually the east side. That's actually the east side. So the north side is where this foyer is. South side is where the storefront is. West side is. It's east on top of the map. What kind of monster are you? <laughs> the type that likes to reorient the universe around his will, a.k.a. the DM. So, um, yeah, if you had a druid, I guess you could, who could cast, uh, what is it, teleport to plant, via plants. Um, you also know that uh, the top floor, the third floor, is an atrium, a library, and, um, sorry, the guest, guest one, guest two, is really two bedrooms. So he probably lives in one of those bedrooms. Just pose as a someone who gives a shit about wine, so we can get into his wine cellar. <laughs> we have these plans uh, before we walked in the place last week. No, you didn't. 
Okay. Well, that's, <laughs> oh, yeah, we really could have. <laughs> so you guys went You guys went to the storefront area on the first floor. You didn't even go to the second floor of the storefront. So you can see there's like a kind of counter and then a door that goes into, well, now you can tell it goes into some storerooms, which then lead into his house. Um, and on the second floor is more storefront or more like, you know, showing off of his furniture. We could, uh, we could also try the, uh, very possibly successful tactic of, uh, just going up, knocking on the door and being like, housekeeping. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That'll work. Oh man. You'll never suspect it. <laughs> could we, actually, could we kidnap the housekeeper? Ooh. Uh, I'll never she have no- dirty dishes. When does she normally go in to clean the place? She's got to have keys for everything. So, there is a small staff that he keeps. Um, They did not give you their hours or where they come and go. Uh, You know by this floor plan that they probably not live in because the house doesn't have quarters for them. I mean... I mean, the Thieves Guild also mentioned, you know, they felt this was too risky to risk their own uh, men on, but... It's win-win for them. If you die, they don't really care, and if you win, then they get a bunch out of it. So, these things all considered fey. What do you mean? Everyone who lives here, fey. Yes, they're all considered fey. Shit, man, we totally got to use magic circle at some point. <laughs> what does Damn. a magic circle do? <laughs> Choose one or more of the following creatures, and includes fey, obviously. The creature can't willingly enter the cylinder by non-magical means. That would be pretty funny. Super magical. We could could trap them inside of it. Unless they're a vault. Unless they're a wizard. I mean, if they have some sort of method by which to bypass it, yeah. Just fuck the staircase up. Doesn't mean they can like get out of it. Anyway. Well, uh, I can cast jump. Good stuff. So we could probably all just like go ham and jump through the windows and shit. Isn't jump like one person though? Well, I could cast it on four people. It's up to four people? No, I, ha- I have four first level slots. That's true. And I missed third edition where you could just cast touch spells on like six people for fun. And store like six buffs at once? Yeah. You don't really miss that. Okay, so we could jump in. How do we get out? Oh, jump out. Okay. That doesn't sound like a very good idea. <laughs> so that's I mean, the concept. I should double check how long jump actually lasts. <laughs> He's like, you guys jump in. Okay, we jump out. The spell's oh, worn God, off. We're trapped. <laughs> so Chatter. which way do we want to get in? I think we should. Yeah, we, are we, we're jumping in. There's a big tree. Are we going to the third floor or the second floor? Jump lets you jump like 30 feet up. It's a multiplier of your uh, base uh, height. Ah. So obviously the strength members of our party would have like a way bigger like, you know, result. But if we jump, then what if I crash? Boo, wizard, boo. Do you have to fall too? No, I don't have. 
Kind of nerd you're ticks not the, fall. You're not the complete package of a wizard, then. I think Grace Hanna just said she wishes you were a complete package. Thought we were going to get the package. <laughs> yeah, you're, that's that's we're why the get, wizard. Like, everything. You're going to get. You got to go get the area so that the wizard becomes a complete package. Tor, we're going to turn you into a real boy. Woo! Anyway, is anyone actually looking at this floor plan? I am. Study it. Jump. It lasts one minute. So. <laughs> it lasts one minute. So, you know, we have 60 seconds in and out. Just get out on the first floor anyway. That matter. sounds terrible. What sounds terrible? Jumping? So. How are we feeling? Jumping in? What, what's going on? What are, what are our options? We can... There's a tree. Oh. There's a tree that grows through the house all the way past the, the third floor. Past the third floor. Yeah. Goes up to like four or five stories, you think. Well, how much um, did they know much about like their like guards or anything? So they said they thought there were four guards, but by your cursory walk around, you think that he's probably beefed up security a little bit. Um, you did see two guards outside, and you also saw another um, two guards when you're in the storefront. So you assume that weren't, those weren't all the only guards. So you think that maybe there's a couple more, but you're not sure of the exact number. How tough do the guards look? Like tissue paper. Bunch of dark elf pansies, man. Oh, man, I don't think they need to be tough. They just have to like press some magic, like alarm security, and we're like screwed. Yeah, That's he may true. Have a point there. Or how close are the adjacent buildings? Um, you remember that there is. He actually has a, a fenced-off estate that's about twenty feet of clearance on any of the uh, from any of the sides. So if you look on that picture, you can see that kind of box around the first floor that represents the fence line. How are we getting past the fence? It's not a high fence. It was made out of like naturally grown kind of without being noticed. Oh well, yeah. There you go. We pretend we're there as gardeners. We should have a distraction somewhere. Are there any abandoned buildings nearby? Like, um, immediately? There are... Uh, you didn't look when you went looking around. You didn't notice any, like, distinctly, like, that is definitely an abandoned building. But there may be. We should start a fire. <laughs> Burn the um, forest down. But this is, like, a sincere, like, it's a pretty good distraction. So we want to go to jail for arson and robbery. It's not jail here. It's not jail here. Actually, not just robbery. It's also breaking and entering. So let's just and probably and probably murder and assault. Let's be real. Okay, you guys think there's a sense of justice? There's not that. I mean, while while we're working on our sentence, you know, might as well. There's personal justice. Commas in there, you know. As in, they will find you and then administer their justice. <laughs> yep. So yeah, how about we not worry about the moral ramifications? Because down here, it doesn't matter. 
maybe if you have some sort of reluctance because you have some sort of code or whatever, you don't have to do shit. You'll just get killed anyway. I think we, we should try and in. enter through the library. Although there's likely someone probably in there, like a library. The library's on the third floor. The library's yeah, on the third floor. You're just gonna waltz in? So, did our yeah. contact express any reluctance about actually just straight up beating crap out of everybody in here? No, he did not. He just, just do that. I mean, like, you could straight up just try to brute force it. I mean, he just is a thief so he's always like hey you guys could probably break in and be all sneaky but you i mean you if you really wanted to you could probably just you know make it like a uh what is that a bank robbery <laughs> as opposed to like a heist correct uh i'm not entirely sure we should disregard the whole stealing stuff position oh, i'm not saying we don't steal stuff okay 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 at some point you go I had a good feeling about this one. Let's let's hear it, Yamarsha. <laughs> well, I just wanna I just wanna stay on, on point. We need a distraction outside so we can sneak over the fence. And then are we going in on the first floor? Are we trying to jump? Are we getting up to the third floor? Are we climbing the tree? How what is our entry? Well, the highest part of the house is the least likely to be occupied. Okay. Because all people are lazy in okay. all games and real life. Okay. Beautiful. Third floor. How do you propose getting to the third floor? Undetected. <laughs> do you have the <laughs> that, that, that's, that's a tight. That is not how. <laughs> yeah, so I like I it make, though. I could give somebody a jump. They could just throw a rope down or something. I only think like. Our two big guys can jump that much. Right. Yeah, we could climb just... the tree, right? I don't dance know. outside. Is there was there windows on that side? I and um do we have rope? Does somebody have rope? We, I'm pretty sure we all have rope. Yep. Okay. So somebody gets up to the third floor while somebody creates a distraction outside the fence. We drop the rope down and everybody climbs up it. That's good. Okay. Um, what sort of distraction? Probably uh, something arcane. I'm just gonna point at the. Yes. Dancing lights? Anybody? That's right. Uh, just a regular uh, fire. What illusion? Aren't these guys. Are, aren't they like naturally attuned to magic? Don't they like in some sense? That's yeah. Wouldn't they? <laughs> wouldn't they? Wouldn't they like just see that? They'd be like dancing lights. Obviously, come on. I've I've been through years of schooling. That's like kids' stuff right there. Yeah, they can actually. Yeah, cast but it, then that. So. But then no way. But then if that's true. Then they think there's little like fake kids being like hoodlums and casting dancing lights now. Right. They might go check it. And hoodlums don't call the cops or the fire department or. The NSA. The NSA. We're stealing a cart, we're putting it in the street, we're lighting it on fire. What? That's what we're doing. We could we could like rig up like an explosion or something. Leo. That might not be subtle enough. Leo. Yes. Yes. Is there a bar or tavern nearby? Uh what do you consider nearby? 
within two or three blocks walking distance. Mm, there's one probably about six or seven blocks. Okay. Is it well frequented? I mean, you've never been there, so you don't know, but... Would Ooh. there be uh, either an alcoholic or a bum somewhere there? I'm sure you could find an alcoholic or we a could, bum. We could start <laughs> an unruly mob. We could I... tell people, like, we're like, hey, did you hear what those guys in that building were saying about you guys? They said you guys look like buttholes and you smell bad. So go go mess up their building and then they they'd all just be like yeah i don't like being called a butthole i'm that gonna just go smash like, like covering up curse words of like five-year-old talk yeah is that, um, that the goal yeah <laughs> no we're 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 a fucking explicit podcast all right okay Boobs. So <laughs> <laughs> okay so Maybe not an unruly mob, but maybe we could pay off some drunks and bums to call hey. the street fight. <laughs> I don't like paying off people because that means they can also be paid off to tell the truth. We need another distraction then. That's not fire. Oh, wait, isn't isn't there a wizard that's going to make fire a distraction? I don't know what's wrong with starting a fire. I, fire! A police department! Fire oh department! God. Make a fire! <laughs> I'm not fucking repeating myself. They have municipalities here, man. I don't want to attract any more so, attention. You guys, you guys are out in the slums. You realize if there was a fire, um, most people wouldn't give a shit. Uh, in the sense that, like, they'd be like, "Not my house, not my problem." Probably the uh, the others would probably band together and try to put it out, but there wouldn't be like, if 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 a police force did show up, it would be like tomorrow or the next day. Okay, yeah, so you you cause everyone in the immediate vicinity to have to deal to get into a bucket brigade because they don't want the whole fucking neighborhood to burn down. That's why you start a fire. Do you have like experience of this, don't you? Are we? Are we Tor's like, come on, we, guys! You got at least seven minutes and fifteen seconds is the average response time of a fire how, team. So as long as you get out, Tor, how many like arsons have you committed in the last like three decades of your elven life? Uh, higher than three, less than ten. He didn't start the fire. <laughs> it was burning. I mean, sometimes it's hard to determine responsibility. Okay, so we're really gonna burn down this entire area. Sure. I mean, okay. if, if these people don't react fast enough, that's on them. Okay. Or if the well's running low. Okay, so to recap, you guys are trying to start a fire, then using the jump spell to try and jump to the third floor, and then lower a rope so that you guys can get in. Yep. Okay. Or we can we just climb the tree? Or is that um, you can time? try to climb the tree first. Would it be too time? What's... I, okay, fire, jump. That'll be quicker, because then climbing takes too long. We don't have a spider climb, do we? No. Take me for some kind of drought wizard. Okay. Maybe you should. And then once we're in the third floor, what are we looking for? Well, we're going to the base. Wait, why are we going to the third floor? Oh, we're going to go down to the basement to go right. to the vault. Correct. Okay. That's what you're going to try so and is, do. Is this staircase just straight down? Like, we can just keep going down the staircase you and we'll go, get to the basement? Straight, you can bypass the second floor, just go straight down the stairs. But um, then you have to switch over and go to the, the basement access is in 
these one of the storage rooms. So you're gonna have to go and uh, move over to that that storage room that's in the center next to the tree to get down into the, the wine cellar. Okay, so we have to make it to the first floor to get to the storage room to get to the basement. Correct. But okay. um, you can bypass the second floor because you could just not you could keep going down the spiral stairs. Okay. Is there anything of interest on the second floor that we might want to There's nap? a trophy room. Right. So, trophy hall. Yeah, there's, a, there's like a, a place where the guy keeps his things that he wants to keep on display. Um, you're not quite sure what's in there. It's just that it's, yeah, they, he calls it like his trophy room. And then... There is also the two bedrooms where the guy actually sleeps, so okay. he might keep some nice things on his person, I suppose. Now, Cassidra. Uh, yes. Are you What's able up? to crack the safe? Yes. Uh, Blake, or Cassidra, if yes. you, when you're going to do it, I can give you assistance since my character also knows it, so maybe we can, like, Double up and make it go faster. Perfect. I have robbed at least a dozen temples in my day. Would it be worth trying to steal the key, or can we just straight pick it? Well, I mean, he's a wealthy merchant, so it's likely locked up pretty tight. The key would be nice, but I don't know if we'll be able to get it off of him without killing him. I mean... Do we have? Were we told not to kill him? You were not no. told. He didn't give you any orders not to kill him. Yeah, we can kill him if you want. Just they, to remember, he has bodyguards, and we're attacking him on his own home turf. So <laughs> they just want to know who who is backing him. Basically, who is trying to go against them directly, and they want to clean him out. So basically, find out who Sai's on, and then make him really miserable by taking his shit. Right. So if 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 in the process you guys kill him, but you get that information, they don't care because after they clean him out, they they don't give a shit about him anyway. They're gonna go straight after. It seems like they're gonna start to try to work against whoever decided to work against them. So based on what they said, does that seem like they're more like the cleaning out's more like a like vengeance slash profit type of thing? Yes. The cleaning him out is like, send a message to other people who would try to do this, like, we will ruin you. And then the next step is, like, showing the people who are trying to muscle in on their turf, like, you can't do that. Okay. So. Fire. Jump the fence. Climb the tree. Get to the library. Go all the way down. Break into the storeroom down to the basement, break into the vault. How are we getting out? What do you mean, how are we getting out? Well, <laughs> that's our entrance. That's the heist. Now we gotta... What's our, what's our exit exit plan? Why can't our entrance also be our exit? We gotta so go all the way back. back up. Yep. Down the tree, over the fence, back out. Yep. yep. Um, what's the I'm alternative? Well, I have the spell darkness. We could retreat under a cloud of that. <laughs> they what? They just gonna see a cloud of darkness moving, <laughs> his little legs walking along. Find the cloud of darkness. Okay. Uh. What? How do we? Hmm. 
what potential problems could we run into besides the obvious? The obvious? I mean, we get in there and then there's way too many guards than we expect. That's the only obvious. What about traps on his home turf? What about yeah. spells? Exactly. Action alert. What are we doing about that? I have no idea. I mean, we're bypassing the doors that we saw that were Ruined. trapped on the way in. Other than that, like, I can detect magic on the way in. That's it. The best you're going to get. I mean, they did say that it was. They felt it was too dangerous for them to do themselves at this point, so they they expect some danger in you guys breaching this house. Mm, what's this guy's job? Like, uh, what's his official occupation? His official occupation is a furniture salesman, a high-end furniture salesman. How much oh. are we supposed to sell furniture? Well, I mean, what if they don't want you to clean his? He's got an off-site warehouse. They don't want you to steal his furniture. They don't want to steal your stores. They want you to take all his, like, capital on hand. Does he have a grand piano? Uh, he's got a baby grand piano. I've always wanted a baby grand piano. You just got K1 now as your loot. (laughs) (laughs) I'll buy a mattress from him and you guys can bounce on it to jump up three stories. Tor, how long is Magic Circle take to cast? Oh, Magic Circle is like ten minutes. It's not... <laughs> so it's or, me, that's so depressing, it's, isn't it? It one, sounds so cool. It's one minute, actually. Sorry. Okay. Do we want to set up a magic circle in the library atrium, top of the stairwell, as our like, if shit goes wrong? What? We just stand in it and fight everybody? Or that's our expeditious retreat. Yeah, I guess we could do that. Where? Where's? Do you think the best place to put a magic circle would be? I mean, no, that'd be a perfectly fine spot. It's basically a place. It's either a question of either we want to block a space off or we want to pick a spot that would be advantageous to fight. Right. Because if we fight inside of it, then they all then they get a disadvantage against this. Can we block the front door and just leave through the front door? <laughs> and there's the guards outside if they're back. We should just roll with it and see what happens at this point. I think we've got the basics. You're going to do it live? Yeah, I'm down. We got to eventually. What are we gonna do? Just tell you the plan and just you just tell us how it goes in a minute. <laughs> we gotta roll. You're like, all right. Well, I got good news, bad news. The good news is you made it. The bad news is three of you are dead. Yeah, it's just <laughs> we just fast forward. Okay, so you got everything you wanted. You're like what? Yeah, great what? job, guys. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. You died off screen. So <laughs> roll. roll with it. Okay, so you guys ready to uh, head out? Yeah, yep. let's do it. Yep. Uh, is there any particular time that you want to... Well, since it's always dusk, it doesn't really matter, does it? Bedtime. Well, whenever the, people are asleep. The sun, the sun can... It revolves around the, the horizon, so, you know, if you wanted the light to be from a certain direction, you could do that. Uh, what's... Creating song? long shadows into the courtyard, away from the building, toward... Uh, away from the tree. So that we have the most shadow cover uh, toward uh, toward the crater. Can I be more specific? Sure. Um, a third the way into the night shift, when people are starting to get bored, the guards. Okay. Uh, you can roughly. Uh... Yeah, yeah. So maybe like, ha- almost not quite half the night has gone by when people normally go to bed or trance. 
Can we right. can so, we align those two? Can we get like the you can, both of those to happen? Be, that the sun will be on the northwest side during that sleeping time. Are the guards so, all elves? Which way is the courtyard? Because it would have to like it, it, the sun would have to be opposite of the uh, northwest side. Would be shining towards the foyer and the kitchen on on the oh, not the it's the opposite side of the tree, but angled not perfectly opposite side. But is it still going to cast long shadows? Yeah, it's always going to cast long shadows. It's dusk. Uh, If I might make a suggestion, maybe the shadows don't matter, seeing as how all drow have 120 dark vision. All right. Yeah, that's pretty good point. Yes, and the the guards are all drow. Everybody's drow all the time. Everybody's drow all the time. All right. So, uh... Fire. Okay, you guys, where, how far away do you want to set this fire? Uh, it's got to be close enough that it'll actually light something they care about, right, but so, not too close. The guards see something going on. So the front of the building is facing what? Oh, like the storefront the or the, the, other side? the the storefront. So the Wherever storefront they, where there's guards in the storefront, right? There were two the two guards in the storefront when you visited at you know uh open working hours as well as two guards patrolling the outside grounds okay yeah storefront so on the storefront side uh across the way seems to be um kind of a small cross road like it's not a road specifically but it's like an open area where you think people could move through there's a soft fuzzy moss uh and then buildings around yes there there are two buildings uh across the way um do they look occupied they look like smaller houses like one-story houses um off to the if you're facing towards the storefront so off to the eastern side a little bit more there seems to be some taller buildings as well as some other businesses okay should actually do should set it on the side opposite from the tree i guess the fence made out of the fence is like kind of naturally grown together um plant like root not like roots but like branches so, like, kind of these interwoven branches that grow up and look living. Okay. And on the west side... You should just, like, put a card up against the fence on the west side and light it up. Light the fence on fire. Uh, so you want to put up a what and light the fence on fire? Get a cart. Find a cart. Buy a cart. Oh, I see. Get it filled with, like, random bedding and shit. And then just light it on fire? Light it up. Okay. Do you guys, is that what you guys want to do? Doing buying a cart. Okay. Uh, so you look around for a while, and you do find someone who has like a kind of moderately yeah, it's serviceable cart, basically with with hay Doesn't and stuff. Doesn't need to be nice. <laughs> just needs to roll. Why don't we just steal a cart? Why are we buying it? That's a paper trail. It's not a yeah, paper true. trail. There's no receipts. <laughs> so you're out in the middle of the night right now, so there's no one out. Like, you see this cart kind of, like, 
loosely tied up against the side of this house. Maybe, you know, three or four blocks away. Leave him a couple gold coins, just like, I in place of the cart. stealing somebody's bike? <laughs> no, we're stealing their wagon. Alright. Wagon acquired. So you just take it, you untie it, you walk away? I, I want to leave him like a handful of coins. Where do you just leave the coins? Right where the cart was. Okay, so I you're gonna say the cart. Can, someone else can just walk up and take it. <laughs> you just pour. You pour a couple coins in the street. I mean, and you feel good dude, about yourself. Just exactly where where the cart was, kind of tucked into a corner where they're not like completely obvious. Okay, but so you, you know, it's it's not it's not even about like definitely giving them back. It's just like feel better, you know. It's just like hey, I gave back. Somebody else got some coins. So you tuck a couple coins into this like little, little nook at the base of this this um this house that you take the cart from. As you like, the wizard is just like grabs the cart, starts walking yeah. out of it. Find some random shit to throw in it that's flammable. <laughs> so you guys, you guys um can like if you head out a little bit, you find there's plenty of like bric-a-brac to throw into this cart. You could also probably find some hay um if you looked. Long enough. Yep. So it, it takes you about uh, maybe like 30 minutes to set this up, getting, getting you know, some random stuff that's flammable put into this cart. But you have a, a fully flammable cart now. All right, I'm going to put it up against the fence on the west side of the property towards the <laughs> storefront. Yeah, you're yep. just like rolling it up. Hauling it. Yep. Just hauling it. Um... Are you like? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Rush, you, you rolled the initiative. I <laughs> know, I know where this is going. Okay, so you just kind of start rolling up the car on the side. You don't actually see the guards on this side of the building right now, so you're kind of lucky at this point. See, <laughs> yeah, it would be fine. <laughs> All right, luck, Lady the, Luck favors the prepared. Jam That's the what card they up say. Against the fence. Okay, so you, you kind of jam the cart up against the fence. Um, are you trying to do this stealthily, or you don't care? You're just slamming the cart. I don't really give a shit. You just slam the cart. Uh, Everybody else should go around and decide. Oh, mother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you hear the cart just slam into the fence, and you're just like, ah, that'll do. <laughs> and, uh, you don't hear any commotion or anything? Just chilling? I mean, it's called a distraction for a reason anyway. Alright, is everybody else going around? Hang on the opposite side. Alright, uh, I'm going to light it up with a firebolt, and then I'm going to scream fire a few times, and then I'm just going to run. Okay. Actually, I'm going to wait till it starts to burn pretty good. Yeah, as soon as you hit it with the firebolt, you can see it starts to, like, you know, the hay just immediately picks up and it starts to just when it like you know soon there's a nice roaring fire in this cart you're illuminated against the dusky uh light and you just start sprinting and uh, i scream fire a few times you scream fire a few times and you start to hear the cry of a fire fire um ring up you know kind of around you from other people as you start running away all right sprint trying to the other side um, so you guys, you went around a little bit quicker. Yep. So you notice that um, 
as you walk around, you start like, you know, maybe about uh, a minute or so later, you hear fire, fire, fire. And um, from here, you can, you hear some like, you know, other voices call back fire, you know, someone get buckets like, you know, and uh, some like more voices, kind of some commotion starting on the, the western side as you circle around to the eastern side. I thought they were magical. Why can't they just cast like a blizzard spell on they, it or something? They're not all like six level wizards because they can cantrip. You can ask Kizidru why he doesn't just cast blizzard all the time. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you can't just ask Kizidru why he doesn't cast blizzard all the time. <laughs> not all the time. Alright, alright, alright. So, that's the cue. Go, go, go! And I jump over the fence. Dude, you should probably boost the rest of us. Yeah. On the other side, my brother can lift you. I'll catch you. You might want to wait yep. for him to cast jump on you. Wait, we have to jump the fence? No, <laughs> the fence. you guys... It's only a 20 foot fence! No, it's not even 20 feet. It's not a fence for, like, keeping people out. It's like a... Decorative. Yes, decorative. It's like five feet high. You guys can easily yeah, leap the fence. Fine. Yeah, we'll do that. I cast jump after we scramble over the... Okay, so you guys scramble over the fence and, and make your way to the tree on the eastern side. Um, you can hear, like, more and more commotion rising from the west side, and now you can actually see some, like, from, from here, you can see some, like, light. But you uh, make it to the tree. Um, you don't see any guards. Alright, I cast jump on the barbarian. Wait, so... You want to read for the people exactly what jump does? Is it triple uh, the height? Triples your jump height. Okay, so one minute. Yamarashi, what is your current? Um, I don't know how high I can oh jump. Oh my god! So it's. Hey, I'm looking you're it up the now. DM, man, look it up. I I know. I was just about to explain the rules for jump. What's your What's your strength mod, Yamarashi? My strength mod is plus three. You might actually be better than me. Mine's plus four, but he already chose to target, so it's okay. So, um, your jumping skill is based on, uh, is it raw? I think it's based off athletics, not raw strength. But let me go grab it. Three plus your strength mod if you move at least ten feet. Jump. Three plus my strength mod. That's for your high jump. That's how high you can jump. So you can jump six feet high. And now you can jump three times that. So you can jump 18 feet high. In, okay. In theory, you could allow him to make an athletics check to jump higher than you normally can. Correct. Your discretion. Right. So you are going to have to make an athletics jump, but it's that DC is not going to be as hard as it would normally be. So okay. as he casts a jump on you, you kind of f- just feel your sinews like get tighten and get very springy. And you feel like you could leap. You're like, oh my goodness, I could jump so high. Strength of the tiger. You were like a bear uh, 16. Totem. So you kind of lumber up to the towards the. Are you trying to jump onto the tree? You're just trying to straight jump. I'm trying to jump as high up onto the tree as possible. Okay, so you go running at the tree and you just kind of squat down and leap and you just rock it up um, and you manage to land like 25 feet up this tree. So you're you're about you know, even height with the third story. You haven't cleared up to on top of the third story, but uh, as you do, you're gonna have to make me um one more athletics to like grab onto this tree that you just rocketed yourself at. 
Yeah, 14. not bad. You slam into the tree really hard, but you just, you know, kind of bear hug grip it, and now you're attached to this tree. Okay. Um, so I'm almost to the top of Correct. the building. Um, can I grip the ledge? How much further do yeah, I have to go? Yeah, you could probably shimmy over and just grip the ledge. Okay, I want to grip the ledge and then climb up. Oh, can I... Well, before I'm on top of it, can I poke my head up and see if there's anybody on the roof? So you, you poke your head up over the roof, and it's not, like, terribly pointed. It's kind of a, a low, sloping roof. And you look up, and there doesn't seem to be anyone on the roof. Okay, I would like to climb up onto so you, the roof. You do it. You pull yourself up onto the roof, no problem. And then I'm going to drop the rope down for the rest of the party. So you drop a rope down. Uh, you're going to hold it yourself. You're going to try and tie it to something, or um, is there any point to tie it? Oh, I could wrap it around the tree once. Hey. <laughs> so the tree is like very thick in diameter. Um, you could probably, if you like, look up a little higher, you could. There starts to be branching off. You could probably wrap it around one of the bigger branches and, and tie a knot. Okay, I'll uh, I'll use the tree branch as an anchor point, and then I will hold the other end so that way. Um, we can, they can climb up, okay. up it. Okay, uh, you guys can all climb it, you know, half your speed with the, the rope makes it, you know, a, a fairly, like a medium climb, like it's not too hard. So you guys could just, you know, slowly all travel up this rope. Okay, so you guys all um, climb up, it takes about, you know, 15 or so seconds. Right. So you're, you're all standing on the roof. No, right, you're true. above the third floor. Oh, we're on the roof. Yeah, so you're on the roof. Oh, why don't you go in a window? Alright, well, is there any, like... I didn't see any windows next to the tree. Are there any, like, roofs... Uh, windows coming so, out of the... Like, um, roof, you like... can see that this roof is predominantly uh, made of tiling, but there is, like, a glass section. So that area that was marked the atrium is, like, a true atrium. There's a glass section where there are plants growing inside. So part of the ceiling here is glass. Well, uh, let's consider have face tools. What's that? Face tools. Yep. I see if you could pop the pop some glass pieces off or something so we can climb in. All right. Before you do that, I'm gonna pat you on the shoulders. Uh oh. You no, can she, do she's it. Blessing you with her gods. Thanks oh, okay. for D4. Like what? Oh, there we go. Uh, natural 20. <laughs> so you use your yep. thieves tools and you, you like look at it and you're like, oh, uh, these glass panels are, are laid in over a framework. And you kind of dig one of the tools in very gingerly and, and loosen it until you pry a whole panel up. And you just slide it over to the side and say, okay. You're, you you pull one of these glass panels open, which is maybe about... Uh, two feet by two feet square um, that you pull up and now you, you've made a, a gap into the into the atrium. GG easy. Let's go, gentlemen. Alright. I guess we'll uh, I'll follow suit. And I'm Lower the rope through that opening. Drop another rope or a new or the same rope? Uh, might as well just use the same rope. So you drop a rope into this atrium. Um, do you guys go in? You can see through the glass that there are for for a plant life, it seems very scintillating and beautiful on the inside. You see um 
plants in hues of uh, reds, greens, purples, blues, uh, pretty much all these beautiful, vibrant colors, not only on flowers, but on leaves. Um, so, I mean, just giving you guys a little outside breakdown. There's just no like time home. to smell the flowers. Well, so you guys yes. are going to shimmy into the atrium? Yep. So yep. as you guys um drop down into the atrium, you realize that these plants aren't... There are some colors on the, the flowers, but these colors are actually from... these. The red, uh, green, purple, and blues are from these four large orbs in the atrium that are creating the, the light here. And they kind of glow and pulse softly and sit about four feet high. They seem to be uh, perfectly round glass filled with colored smoke that emits this light. Arcana check, see if. Sure. Figure out the concept and if it would be harmful. <laughs> Another Seven. natural twenty. You guys are. <laughs> so Fuck you realize yeah. that these are um, like magically enchanted to provide illumination and color. They also seem to be magically linked somehow together um, in, in the sense that they are probably some sort of uh, magical key set or magic some, something. You, you realize that recognize that the magic woven here is some sort of um, like magical activation thing or, or key set. Like uh, and they can just be like removed. Um, you're like not sure. Down. They're all sitting upon like a, a small um, a pedestal. The orbs are about, I'd say, each one is about a, a foot in diameter. Down in there, I'll try and grab one. Um, so as you, what do we see around the room? Um, as this well? is in the, in the glass atrium. You see uh, big, thick, creeping vines that hang off of um, smaller versions of the trees that you saw outside. Trees also have these kind of exotic leaves with these blooming almost iris-like flowers that are in various colors, but the colors are kind of washed out um, by these, these colored orbs. Um, closer to the ground, you see obviously like soil and like um, the soft moss that is growing. It seems like this is like a, and it's, it's all well cultivated. It's not just like overgrown. So it seems like this is like someplace that uh, someone would come to just relax and enjoy like a, a microcosm of of exotic and rare plants. Uh, Tori, you said you were going to, what, pick one up of the orbs? Yep. So as your as your hands touch this these orbs, you kind of feel like, you ever touch those like um, electric balls where like the electricity jumps to your hands? So you touch it and the smoke kind of almost, it doesn't obviously touch you because there's a glass shield, but kind of um, shapes its form to your hands and you can feel more of the light you know, pouring around your hands and your hands cast these like large shadows across the room. Um, it feels a little pleasantly warm. Did you pick a specific color or do you care? Okay, so let's just say you grab the red one because that's what I imagined. Um, so you, you're holding it. Uh, do you try to lift it? Uh, as you try to lift it, it seems that these are um, he far heavier than you thought they would be. Um, either they are fixed to the, the bottom, or it's just very heavy. Uh, I guess I'll leave it for now. I mean, is there a door to this atrium? Yes, there is a... Uh, there are two doors. Um, so the atrium is uh, a 20 by 20 square with another 10 by 10 square that kind of extends over to the large tree. So the large tree is kind of 
partially in the atrium, so to speak. Um, so there's a door in that little 10 by 10 area that opens into the library, as well as one kind of just in the, the main area going into the library. Just try to open the closest one, I guess, and look. So uh, as you, you walk up upon this um, very intricately made glass door, you kind of push it open, and it it seems weighted um, so that when it closes, it kind of seals in the atmosphere here because it's kind of warm and moist. But as you push open the door, you can see like this kind of rolling light, you know, mist coming out, but you manage to open the door soundlessly. Doesn't seem like this door even has a lock of any type on it or a doorknob. Wait, we're leaving the magical uh, they, thing? They seem to be either very heavy or affixed to the pillars. You're not sure. Can I try yeah. to pick one up? Wow, what was the other color? There is a red, red one, a green one, a purple, and a blue one. I so like you purple. walk over to the purple one, and you start to lift it up, and uh, your muscles strain, but you do eventually, you, you lift it up. It seems to be about, like, 200 pounds. Very heavy for its size. I mean, your carry, your carry weight's like a ton, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Um, I think we should just leave them until find something that corresponds to them. I'll put it back down. I mean, we're going to be like stealthing with 200 pounds worth of shit. He takes like, them all. He stealths with 800 pounds. They're clicking in the background. I guess it's a distraction if you want to roll them down the stairs. Probably smash through the wall. Shot put. So you guys are uh, leaving the atrium? So uh, Yes. Probably have yep. a rogue or barbarian take point so we can take out guards. Hey, this is... Uh... Above my uh, who, what is your walking order just for my uh my I will be going first and I'm going to try well I guess it's pointless to sneak if everybody else is wearing heavy armor or whatever. I mean if they don't move you could always sneak ahead then come back and report. That's true. Is that alright with you guys? Yeah, I mean the only one wearing heavy armor is uh no, Grace Hanna's wearing... Oh, no, she's not. Yeah, she's wearing medium. No, I'm medium, technically. So, as long as I'm Garavis, the one with the heaviest armor. So. As long as Garavis is pulling up the rear, we're we're good. As long as he just sits here and guards the rope. Right? Protect and growls exit. at statues and vines and stuff. Tell us if the orbs make any threatening moves. <laughs> um, so, so, uh... Kazidra, you're going to sneak out to the next room? Okay. Yes. Uh, make me a stealth. God, you guys are just killing it right now. So you very stealthily um, move through the open door that uh, the wizard decided to open and then back up from. You enter into, again, a... This one is like softly lit in, you know, regular, just warm colored, almost... It looks like candlelight, but you see that there are just these kind of glowing orb sconces... They don't actually aren't actually attached to the wall. They're just hovering near the wall, and um, you you walk out into this tastefully uh, made library. the The third floor looks like it's a, a mixture of brickwork and um, woven like tree growth or plant growth. It seems like it was magically magically like fused to make like these beautiful uh, and delicate decorations. Uh, as you walk through, you can see it uh, has a nice heavy carpeting on the floor, which muffles your footsteps, as well as um, wall-to-wall -wall 
there are these uh, bookshelves. Uh, so there's no real bookshelves in the middle. It's a very open concept. There are some lar there's a large plush chair um, and a low table. There are a couple books stacked on the table, uh, as well as these these rows upon rows. Glance at what's on the I mean, table. You're not in the room yet. Hell, it's true. And these sconces or what have you that are floating. Uh, do their orbs nope, have any particular just colors on them? they're soft, glowing, you know, warm white. All right, perfect. Time to go back to their party and report. So you report, hey, it seems like there's no one in the library. You did a quick walk around. There's no one up here. Um, you know, like, it does look very fancy. Leather-bound books and mahogany. Yeah. I barge in. So, as fun as these books might be, please don't destroy anything, please. Yep. We need a... We need a yeah, second distraction. Shoots a fireball. <laughs> hey, you never, you never know. Leave that delayed blast fireball. <laughs> oh, you do, you do so have yeah, a delayed blast fireball, Jim, don't you? I got never, it. Yes, there. Sure that was cool. Um, yeah, who has that, by the way? Is it Tor? Yeah, it's me. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not me, he says. <laughs> no, no, I was saying definitely him, dude. Fucking Garrus isn't gonna try and handle that shit. He'll fucking blow it up in his palm and just be like, oh! Okay, so you guys <laughs> enter this this library, and um, it's, I mean, the same description as before. There are books wall-to-wall, -wall, there's a couple on the table. I'm assuming, I'm assuming at this point, Tor, you want to look at those books on the table? Uh, cast detect magic. So... As we go, see stuff. Um, you cast Detect Magic, and you notice that uh, there is um, magic back in the atrium, um, above you know the normal magic of the Feywild. I'm not going to keep mentioning that. You know, you notice that there's magic in the uh, the atrium. A couple of and magical there are books in in the bookshelves, uh, not on the table. The books on the table seem to be mundane. There's yes. magic on the shelves. Uh, I'll glance at those, but I'm not going to touch uh, them yet. So the books on the shelves that are magical are um, there. There's a couple of names. I don't know if you want to write them down, but I'll, I'll read them out to you. There's a book called um, uh, Ivan the Mysterious. There is a book that is labeled in what languages do you speak? I'm an elf, draconic, and celestial. So there is a book that's magical written with some weird language that you haven't seen before. Um, there is a book in common called The World Tree. There is a book right next to that one that's labeled Potions, Poisons, and Herbalism. Um, and there is a final book that is... You said you speak... Sorry, Celestial? Um, there's a book yeah. that is written in Celestial that says um, uh, basically the equivalent of like um, our holy day. It seems to be some kind of text, I guess, on religious, some religious order. You're not quite sure what based on the. So, and it's the books themselves that are emanating stuff, not like, what can I see, what can I see when I do that? And does, do they have like particular schools? They're, they do. Um Basically, if there's abjuration on it, I'm not touching it. What's abjuration? What is abjuration one again? Protection. Oh, what's the one that changes things? Yeah, there, there is. 
So uh, Ivan the Magnificent has abjuration on it, uh, poisons, sorry, poisons, potions, and herbalism has transmutation. Um, one holy day, divination, and enchantment. And uh, the question mark, question mark, question mark has uh, conjuration and abjuration. And the world tree has abjuration and transmutation. Uh, I'm going to grab the holy day one. Do you read it? Do you just pull it out? Oh uh, yes, it's it's um written in high uh, celestial. You kind of leaf through it, but it's very. Even though you speak celestial, it's very dense. It seems to be um, a dissertation on the possible fractal outcomes from uh, different choices that could be made, and the kind of divine magics that can manipulate it uh it's since it's right up your alley you you can process it but it seems to be like someone's really you know almost like kind of thesis work on like magical manipulation so right. it's like not you won't be able to read it yeah it's a theory that's fine uh all right i'm just gonna grab all the books because we'll see what happens Okay, so you, you start grabbing books, um, throw them in a bag. bag. Uh, can you make me a <laughs> um, a uh, wisdom save? Twenty-one. So as you grab the the book that you don't know what the language is, um, you feel like this kind of wave this haze just like wash over your mind for a second and then you whew, snap out of it that felt really awful it almost makes you like you get the second wave of nausea as you hold the book um but then you manage to put it in your bag nothing happened um i know what <laughs> this is <laughs> um do you flip through any other books no you just pop them all in no, it's not, there's, I'm not going to spend much time looking. I'm going to pop them all in, okay. and I can look at them later. Plunder. All right, let's go. There's no ledger in there, correct? In the, the magical books? Uh, no, I mean, in all the books that I mean, are there's there, literally uh, thousands of books in this library. Not thousands, but like 200, I mean, 300. I what's on the table. Oh, uh, I see. Well, like on, on the, the table, table, there are three mundane books, um, but they're actually just like fantasy novels. Just stories. Is there an atlas anywhere? An atlas? Yeah, there is an atlas. Uh, can I take that? Yeah, sure. You find a you find like a, a map of the Feywild, actually. Yes. Wow, you discovered uh, fast travel, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Score. Poi. <laughs> Anyone else want to steal any books from this poor man's library? Is there N books? Hmm. Or is there N books? Um, you didn't. He didn't see any magical uh, books any, that were any books on like shit like Goliath culture. I mean, it, there might be. You guys would have to make investigation checks. I just were picking like uh, literally, like. literally like uh, an atlas is pretty easy to find, but like specific books that 
Um, you don't seem to think there are any books on necromancy here, but I mean, you could look around if you wanted to. I'll take a quick uh, browse. Okay, make me a perception. I'll roll sixteen. Um, you find a book that you think might have something in it, but after you pull it off the shelf quickly and page through it, it's more just like a, a, a philosophical text on like I don't know, basically kind of like guy debating like the moral quandary of raising dead. Uh, I will spare this book from being destroyed. Okay. <laughs> you talk. You talk it to it. Right I will spare you from being destroyed. Book. And you put it back on the shelf. <laughs> quick. Okay. Uh, you guys heading out here. Yep. Um. Yeah, so roll. I remember I sent you that timer before. Uh, we're yeah. totally done with that. Nope. You still got six minutes fifty seconds on it, but just keep that in mind. All right. Is that real time or game time? What do you mean? That's an RTS. I'm assuming that- this is this is how much time you guys have taken. This is this is real time. I'm giving you what? So oh boy, uh, you guys head down the staircase to the second floor. Correct. Yep. Uh, and everyone, make me a wisdom wisdom save. Um, Alex, you're a gnome, right? No, I am not. Oh, you're a halfling. Yes. Okay, never mind. So you got you don't have advantage again. <laughs> you did worse than me. What the hell's wrong with you, man? <laughs> Twenty-two for Rizana. So, what's the marching order here? You said that. I assume it would be me in front. So guys, uh, gonna be right next to him. Uh, I think. Him. I think uh, Garvis is last, and I think I'm. But probably just like second last or somewhere in the middle. Uh, Tori, did you make half. a roll here? Three. So, classy. <laughs> We're getting crushed right now. All of you, yeah, you are. All of you enter this room, and the stairs are supposed to go down farther, but they don't. Um, it's just solid floor when you get to the second floor. And uh, Grace Hanna, while you're pondering this, you start to see everyone else in the party start to get nervous um, as you guys see the walls kind of shudder and then start to close in on you and they just continue to get smaller and smaller and uh, as as they get smaller and smaller eventually you start to feel like you're getting crushed and destroyed and as your body is just you feel the bones snapping and breaking and your your flesh is just getting pushed together with the other people in this room and you all just snap out of it but you're going to take uh, uh you're each going to take six points of psychic damage as you snap out of it and the walls seem to be normal um in this room and all right i roll a 12 under persuasion to try and not take damage from the dm <laughs> uh no i'm pretty sure you're taking that six points of damage damn so after you guys like all snap out of this like in a cold sweat like grace Hanna, you're just like why did everyone freak out there for like 20 seconds i were you under a mental attack? Okay, let's go get out of here ASAP. It's like cramped in here. So, um, looking down, this the 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 floor plan says that these stairs are supposed to continue to spiral down. Um, but the stairs you can see like they continue to go down, and then they're just abruptly cut off by the floor now. It's like, you know, you know how steps are evenly uh, measured out in, in terms of height as they go up? So there's like a step that's like much shorter and the ground is just 
truncated there. Uh, this this room that you're in, by the way, on the uh, second floor is a 15 by 15 room uh, with two doors in it to other. If there is a ledger, <laughs> it will probably be somewhere here. So let's look around. Does this sound like a good party idea? The wit. Take action. Lead the way. God damn it! I point in random directions and say, "Search over there, guys." Um, this Garvis nods and runs in that direction. So there, there, are two, <laughs> there are two doors out of this fifteen by fifteen room, um, where the stairs just end into, and it's like sparsely decorated. There's not even like any. There's not really anything of note in this room. It looks like it's just kind of like a staircase room that you use to walk into other rooms after you get in. Alright, Magic Man, do your stuff. See if all those doors are, uh... or anything behind them is interesting. Um, yeah, so you're holding time, it. So these these doors uh, don't seem to be magic. Um, how far does that go? Like, in terms of like, do you sense auras through strong auras? Okay, can penetrate most barriers, but is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet okay. of wood or dirt. Okay, within so yeah, you, you don't sense anything um, magical within the, the 30 feet, maybe above you slightly, um, back if you, the radius might hit the atrium, but that's about it. so far all right good we're picking the door to the left and i'm going to check it for traps okay. uh maybe an investigation Doesn't look trapped. fantastic let's go guys i push and or pull at the uh, door it doesn't budge either way it seems locked all right is there a locking man mechanism from our side yes it does seem like it's got like a, a keyhole or Fantastic. I'm going to try and open okay. it. Dex, you have proficiency with thieves tools, so it's going to be dex plus your proficiency to the roll. Yep. 19 total. So, you start to fiddle with this lock, and all of a sudden you hear a and it clicks. And you're like, I think it's open. Alright, time to open the door. You... Are you just throwing it open? Are you like opening and peeking? I'm carefully creaking it open. So you slowly creak this door open and you, you see into a, a hallway. Um, you remember that there's a kind of narrow five foot hallway. Uh, directly across from this door is another door to what is one of the bedrooms. And then uh, up the hall is, you know, uh, a second bedroom, uh, a door that will loop back around into the sitting room, as well as a the trophy hall room. All right. Peanut butter jelly, you're up. Take out that door at the end of the, the tunnel. <laughs> to the trophy room? Yep. Is that true? We're actually going to try and just fucking smash this thing? <laughs> well, not me. You guys are. Wait, there's no guards. Why are, why are we bum-rushing things now? It's locked. We, we don't can't know pick it's it? locked. You don't know? Um, are you not gonna pick it? I'm not walking down that hallway alone. Alright, I will sneak with you. We'll see if my bumbling barbarian can make it down the hallway with you. Alright. 
we're going down the hallway then. Okay, you guys are going down the hallway. Make me uh, new stealth checks. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Good, good thing I got the one out of the way, right? Moment of truth. You just, you just summoned it on yourself by mentioning it by name. Twelve, baby. Stealthies for boot. <laughs> yeah. Let me, uh, <laughs> let me nice. see so what guys, I'm ruining us with. You guys managed to uh, sneak down the halls to the end, and uh, you're now standing in front of this this door. All right. Uh, I'll try and open it without taking the lock. Oh, uh, this door is open. Oh, nice. I open the door and let's go in. Let's go in. Not doing it carefully. We don't have time. Okay, so you open that door. Are you going to call the rest of the party to come over, or you just... Um... Yeah, why not? Uh, uh, yeah, sure. How do you... Too late. Do you just say, come over? Do you whisper? I like, you I'm going to hand motion. I have complicated hand signals to my brother that look kind of like Kung Fu, so that he comes down. Oh my god. And Garavis knows exactly what you mean. <laughs> he just comes <laughs> running toward you. No, not running! Uh, he said running! Uh, he did say running. <laughs> oh! Stealth running. <laughs> stealth running and heavy armor. Alright, do I roll make, the stealth make check? Make a stealth check. It's a disadvantage for the heavy armor. Isn't he wearing plate? Yeah, that's why. Yeah, this computer lags yeah, so literally much. Nineteen, uh, seven. seven. I mean, oh. So as he comes jogging down the hall, <laughs> um, you hear from the room on your right, Garavis. They say, uh, "Like, how'd they get in the hall?" And then you see a guy kick open the door from the room to your right, and he's already got a full crossbow loaded. And there is a second guard in that room. Who has a crossbow loaded and he fires his crossbow at you? Uh oh. Alright, right. time to kill. Time to kill door. everything. <laughs> We're going loud. Alright. Right. Uh, uh, I'm assuming, uh, sorry, a 15 doesn't hit you. Just play Shatter. 15. Oh. So you guys would have died like how many sessions we had? You would have died like 15 times already. <laughs> Why? <laughs> that would be an entertaining game. Shadow is like yeah. all heights. Pretty much any time it goes down to actual fighting, it's like really bad. Because it's like, you know, five guys versus... Yeah. Like corporate security in like a 50-story like building. Security, they all have like rocket launchers and uh, assault rifles. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a uh, wonderful time for people... Okay. Yeah, we can do it. Sounds pretty hey, wonderful. Alright. Yeah, can I remember all the We're doing so well. You guys were actually, you were doing okay really, until I mean, certain things. We spent like 20 minutes in the library because someone didn't make it expressly <laughs> clear. You mad? A little bit. 12. Dude, no, not really, because no, I just kind of that, that timer was actually anyway. your distraction timer for the guards outside. Honestly. Poor. <laughs> Natural one initiative. Yeah. How are we not prepared for this? How are you not prepared for what? 
We'd be ready for combat. Our initiative's so terrible. Yeah, because you guys are like, we're sneaky. We we're sneaky. <laughs> Wow, guys, we should probably do this for a living. <laughs> We're so good at this. Okay, uh, what are your initiatives? Say it out loud for me. I know Tor is a four. Six. Excellent. Eight. Six, four, so six, slow. Eight. And what did you roll? Twenty! I mean, broken clock. <laughs> Touche, salesman. Okay, so first up, uh, after this guy, you... You come bounding down the hall, and this arrow just shoots right over your head uh, right. as you see this guy kick this door open. Uh, how close is the source of this arrow? Uh, you look to your right, and he is standing <laughs> literally right next to you. Alright, I'm gonna fucking just, like, run up to him and just smack him in the face with my, uh, with my warhammer. Okay, go for it. Fucking try and knock off his head, because I, I feel like he's a pansy. Say so you're weak. Let's see. Uh, let's see how this roll goes. You're a rocket launcher test your hammer, dude. My hammer no, is just... a rocket launcher, bro. Don't even fucking doubt. It's obviously an orc. <laughs> that's just his battle cry. Yeah, I actually make my own sound effects. I'm like, dish, 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 like the little kids. <laughs> it adds a whole new level of terror as you watch him almost almost die. <laughs> Whooping pow pow! Make ah! your roll, dude. There we go. <laughs> twenty-one oh to hit. Yeah, the twenty-one um, hits. And then I'm gonna cleave back, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the warhammer with like a an arc uh, an arc motion, and I'm just gonna go for like an uppercut, swinging from under his chin, and try and just bash his head. So we got. Is it? Is she fourteen? That misses. Ah. <laughs> so your first uh, blow, you just turn around and swing the hammer, and it like hits his the um, like his gauntleted hand. Blake, uh, hey, sends let me, me a roll bunch damage of... for that. So he takes, rush, yeah. he takes eleven points of damage. Yep, eleven points of damage. Uh, now it is going to actually be that guard's turn. He's going to drop his crossbow, and he takes out what looks like. And also a warhammer. So he like unsheaths a what looks like nicely made uh, warhammer um, that he is going I'm to. I'm gonna I'm gonna like smile and nod and be like, I like your style. <laughs> as, as I like get get ready to swing at him again. As he takes out this hammer, you see him shout, "There's at least three of them!" And he swings his hammer at you. Turn to Chris Hanna and say, We can still 20. get away. Holy <laughs> oh, shit, that's the first time this campaign I've been hit. No, you were oh, hit once God. before. 24 and uh, 21. Jeez, right. get. God, they both hit. How much do they hit for? You'll see. Rip. You take 21 Rip. points of damage. No. Don't skin just. Wait, you all. take 10 on one and 11 on the second hit. 10 on the first hit, 11 on the second hit. I gotta, I gotta pull up my Goliath abilities because I realized I was literally never using Second Wind or anything like that. Second Wind is a fighter ability. I am a fighter. <laughs> I know, but you said I gotta pull up my Goliath abilities because I was never using Second Wind. Yeah, you did, dude. Oh my god, and I don't even have access to them because my main computer is dead and I'm on this one. Oh You're god. Fine. You're fine. Okay. 
Uh, next you're up. not going to die this round. Kazidri, you're up. Fantastic. Since I can't reach him because these two bozos are fucking away. And they don't I mean, just kick through the wall. Either. Uh, let's see. They can squeeze through. Yeah, you can, they can let you pass through. Uh, I would say that if okay. you moved, like, to this spot, you could probably shoot. I'm just moving you for a second. You could probably yeah, shoot you. between these two doors at him. Yeah, I was thinking that. Considering he's, like, shooting. threatening. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm going to be casting fairy fire on him. Oh. How? Oh, how? If I might ask. Uh, racial ability. Oh. That's racist. I was looking at my Goliath skills. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you uh, cast fairy fire. What, uh, save dex? Is that a 10-foot? Uh, yep, 10 foot, 60, 10 foot 10 radius. Foot. Oh, snap. 20 foot cube. Cool. Yep, so it needs a deck saving throw. So it's actually also going to hit the other dude in there. It also hits... Uh, oh, wait. Yeah, it also hits um, Yamarashi and Garavis. Yep, but fuck those guys. You can make it like... A ground target, so... Yeah, I know, but I, I think it, it's 10-foot radius. I think it's going to be very difficult not to hit them. Yeah. Any spot he can cast. You can put, oh, you can put it You can put it on the area behind the, them. Well, this will hit... This one, according to this, it'll still hit. Oh, uh, no, it'll actually only hit... It won't hit uh, Yamarashi. It'll still hit Garibus, so... Not until I move in it. Uh, it doesn't... Or, it's only when the spell's cast. Yeah, it's only when the spell's uh -oh. cast. So, do you, where do you want to cast it? Um, I mean, I want to cast it on the guy on the door, but do I have to pick a corner? No, I'm saying if you cast it behind him, it won't hit. If you cast it directly on him, it's going to hit uh, Yamarashi. I don't mind. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll cast it behind him then. Okay, so Yamarashi, you're going to be safe from this right deck there. saving throw. Anthony, you're going to have to make a deck saving throw, and these guys are going to have to make deck saving throws. Alright, I got this. Want, want. All right. Uh, wait. That's not. That's not a saving throw. What's not a saving throw? Oh, so you rolled even lower. So uh, everyone fails. Uh, what's your actually? What's your DC for it? Uh, what is DC calculated by? It's plus your spellcasting ability. Is it also plus your proficiency? Yeah. Yeah, eight plus your proficiency. Yeah, your I don't know how yours work because what does it say? Like it's a treat. It like, should say what you can't. What what's treated as your your sometimes a racial passive just says treat this as DC whatever. Yeah, no, I know it's a charisma thing, and I have a three attack bonus, but the spell save DC only says eleven because eight. Um, it should be it's eight plus uh your mod plus your proficiency. Right. So is your charisma plus one? I fucked it up somehow. Is your charisma plus one? No, I believe it's plus three. Okay, so then it, your DC should be thirteen. So that guy makes it. One guy makes it. The uh, the swordsman that you can't see makes it safe. <laughs> but the guy that Garavis is fighting and Garavis both get outlined in uh, light. Oh no, I'm a liar. I have his. I have the, the DC is uh, just eleven. Because okay. for whatever reason, my charisma and I screwed that up. Yeah. Okay. 
So it's 11. So same, same, same thing, safe. But... So they're, they're outlined in light. Um, next up is Graysana. I'm going to cast um, my good old cantrip on them. Chill touch. Yes. I'll cast twice because it's two attacks. Well, not two attacks, but they're within five feet of Correct. each other, right? First guy. Second guy. First guy being closer. Uh, that's against AC. Yeah, those are both going to hit. The first one tries to dodge out of the way, but just barely uh, grazes him. The second guy just gets blasted. He's not expecting his friend to dodge out of the way. Uh, so they take eight and nine, and they can't heal. Correct, and if they're undead, they have this finish. They are definitely alive. They are not undead. Okay. Well, I'm just saying that anyway. Okay. So I'm just going to reach out and have two uh, special chili uh, hands, like, grab and, like, pull into their um, life force. Yeah, they, uh, you see these spectral hands pass through them, and they both, like, you know, almost, they double over a little bit. The guy who's closest to you now looks, uh, he looks pretty injured. You know, he's kind of, after that hit, he's, like, sweating profusely. And, like, you know, you can see, like, he's, like, drooling a little bit, but he's, like, gripping his hammer really tight. Guy in the back, he is going to... Okay, I'm sorry, I'm no, no. Yeah, twenty minutes. So he's gonna move this way. Uh, what do I want to do with him? Yeah, he's gonna move this way, and he's gonna shoot at uh, Garrus. The hell? Why me? Uh, cause these guards are not stupid, and they know if they can kill at least one of you, it'll be better for them. Uh, twenty-three hit ship. Unfortunate. Okay. Uh, it's only four points. Of, no, sorry, five points of damage. So you get okay. Hit with that's a, not that's not as bad. A bolt uh, from this guy behind his his friend. Uh, Yamarashi, you're up. Um. So the that doorway. My brother is in the doorway. Can I hit that dude right there? I would say if you want to make a melee attack, it's going to be with disadvantage. Just hulk out and go through the wall. <laughs> can I do that? I mean, it's you, go time. You can try. Um. Yeah, I don't want to rage. Um, I'm just gonna hit him with disadvantage, and then because he's got fairy fire, I've got advantage, so it cancels. Oh, that's true. Correct. So I'm gonna swing with the battle hat. Twenty-three. Battle hit. Four eight. Okay. Twenty-five. That's also gonna hit. Four seven. Okay. 
guy is looking severely wounded as you, you're like, Brother Duck, and you swing this huge battle axe right into the, the, the doorway, and um, he ducks, and it just, you see this hit, hit him right in the chest, and you see his armor, he's wearing armor, it dents in on the front, and as you pull your blade back, you can see the blood wick away, and then you hit him again, and, and um, he tries to like, this time he tries to like move, but the injury's so bad, you slam into him again. He's, can I, uh... He looks very injured. I, I laugh heartily and say, <laughs> Surrender now, cowards. We came for your treasure, not your lives. Um, uh, make a persuasion roll. Barbarian diplomacy! 14. Um, he, like, he kind of, like, holds his chest and, like, grumbles out a, How far? How far are you guys? But he does not back down as of right now. Uh, Torlar. They got stupid brooches. Uh, so am I in the yeah, stairwell? Yeah, you're still in the stairwell room. Uh, let's see. So, so the, this, this green is the stairs. How would you guys feel if I just stood in the room and cast Magic Circle for a minute? Because there's more guys coming anyway. That'd be fun. I like that idea. Okay. Do you also be a wizard for one instead of a battle mage? Battle mage. Alright, then I'm going to go up the hallway to the same room that Blake is in. There's space in that room? Like, how, is there a bunch of furniture and crap? Uh, this is room it? is the trophy room, so as you enter, you can see, like, um, uh, portraits along the walls um, of various people and a couple of uh, like glass enclosures with various objects in it right now since you're in combat you're not really looking too carefully just kidding guys it's not prepared <laughs> <laughs> it would take me 10 minutes <laughs> Oh. Pretty sure I can do it as a ritual, but it would take 10 minutes. Yes. Never mind. Just burning people now? Okay, I'll retcon you. Totally burning okay. people. Yep. Stand closer to the door so I can get a shot at that yep. dude. And we're going to just do a firebolt. Yeah, Five 24 is going to hit. You guys are rolling pretty well today. Five damage. Uh, you, oh, no, he doesn't die. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, you couldn't do one more point of damage? <laughs> the day. So you, like, hit him and you see it, like, he, like shoot this firebolt and, you know, it, it lands on his arm and he's, like, singed, battered, broken, bleeding, but he's still standing. He's coughing up blood. And you can see, like, this charred arm. Okay, next. Garibus. The man who so heartily hit you with his hammer a few moments ago is now looking uh, very weak. My my thing was muted again. <laughs> I have to keep muting it because of Adishka. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna draw back my shield and I'm gonna say this for hurting armor, and then I'm gonna just make like a Muay Thai elbow and just smash him over the head with the shield for like a coup de gras move. Okay, make your attack roll. 
Yep. I just pressed it, so in like three years, oh. it'll, uh, it'll work. Yeah, the 22 will okay, hit. Okay, so 22, and I, I just want to try and just collapse his whole body underneath the blow. So yeah, you just pick your elbow up, and boom, you slam down your buckler, and you just like see this huge, hear this huge like sickening crunch and sick wet noise as you cave in his skull, and he just collapses in a pile right in front of you. He's dead. And then uh, immediately after, uh, if if I like charged up to the next guy, could I take my second attack on him? Yeah, I mean you can move, attack, move, attack. If all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna charge up, you know, kind of barrel through the room, and I'm gonna already have my warhammer raised, and I'm gonna just swing it down at his shoulder, like right where uh, the solar plexus, or not not the solar plexus, the uh, sternum, I guess. Maybe it was yeah, sternum. Um, and I'm I'm just gonna try and break that <laughs> right then and there. Uh, so Warhammer at twenty to hit. Yeah, twenty hits him. Okay. Uh, roll God, damage. you guys have not rolled an attack like under twenty. That's oh, not true. I missed oh, one last 17. turn. Yeah. I no, I rolled a fourteen last turn. All right, so that's uh, nine bludgeoning damage to his to his uh, solar plexus. You hear like a, a thunk as you hit right into the metal um, armor that he's wearing over his chest. But I mean, like it definitely you hear like the wind <gasps> get uh, knocked out of him on the strike. Uh, Kazidra. All right. What? What's? Who's measuring? Oh God. Uh, you don't have, I'm just measuring if you had a shot. You don't have a shot from there. Oh, okay. You, you know. Well, I don't have any ammo because I haven't resupplied yet, so... <laughs> so, let's see, I'm going to move. Double five. Six, seven, wait. Five feet. One, ten. Ten. Fifteen. Fifteen, there we go. I'm counting too much. And I'll go up here for twenty. And so at two feet... No, actually... Oh, no, yeah, okay. Gonna move over here with my remaining two. Wait, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'll take an attack at him. Swing a 15. Uh, 15 is not going to hit him. Damn. Alright. Uh, that's it, my turn. Okay. Next up, Grace Hanna. Um, why not? I will also, um, Go for rapier attack with the seeker. Sixteen. Uh, a sixteen just misses. So you ouch. Lunge forward, and he's like looking all around as you guys kind of pour into this room and start to surround him, and he like just manages to dodge out of the way. You know, it's like you know, it like makes a, it leaves like a scrape on his skin. That's how close it was. Uh, he is going to um, attack. Why not? Oh, well, the second one's a natural one, but the first one's a natural 20, Garrus. Bring it on. What? Bring it on. So, yeah, this guy also throws away his crossbow and unsheaths the Warhammer and, like, brings it down on you and you bring up your shield, but he just, boom, all of a sudden is to the force of his blow, just like... You weren't expecting it from such a, a puny drow man. And it just like slams your arm back into your body for 
Uh, 14 points of damage. He didn't roll so well. Sad face. Still, still not bad. <laughs> so you're, you like feel like uh, your arm like feels like a little strained. Uh, no, taking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it off cool. Shield. I'm gonna play it off cool. Like I was, I was making like a uh, sort of like a you know a preparatory motion, and I was just getting them ready. You know, yeah, putting them in the meat tenderizer. You're up. Yes. Okay, so they're clearly in the room, um, and I am not. Correct. So I'm gonna go into the trophy room. Okay. Do, 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 do. And I would like to make a perception check. I want to see what valuable things there are in here. Okay. Make me a perception. 14. The combat loop. Um, <laughs> so yeah. you, you notice that there are three, um, like, kind of pedestaled glass cases in this room. Uh-huh. Uh, so you see, like... Um, kind of in the center of the room one contains uh, a skull you're not sure what that sits on a satin pillow uh, one contains uh, what looks like a um, musical instrument of some sort that uh, I mean is finely crafted but you're not sure what it is it looks like a um, some sort of Percussive instrument, mm -hmm. and the it's last. A vuvuzela. It's not a vuvuzela. Oh my god! A vuvuzela is not a percussionist. <laughs> it could be. Um, and underneath the farthest is what looks like a small hollowed-out bowl. Okay, guys. Moment of truth. One of these items. Will be what I multi-class into. Do I become a barbarian, a warlock? He was preparing that all week, just so we're clear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I originally wow. wanted to be a barbarian, but he was preparing that all campaign, ladies and gentlemen. Keep on the timer, guys. <laughs> just, just been biding it. Uh, time is like your is ready. Oh, so damn it. that means that uh, I mean. Basically, the guards who are distracted by the fire are pretty much done <laughs> at this point. What um, what type of skull is it? Uh, you don't know off the top of your head just from that perception check. You just know that there's a skull there. Uh, let's. <laughs> uh, it doesn't. It looks vaguely humanoid. You're not exactly sure what type of humanoid. Uh, Tor, you're up. Kill this guy. Uh, you killed the first guy. Second guy is to live. Suck. You can't cast at him from there, though. Unless you have some sort of AOE you want to launch it. Yeah, okay. You're good there. Step up. So you move to the hallway. Step up. And, uh... How, how bad is he looking? Uh, this guy, he's still looking moderately healthy. He's, he's starting right. to, like, look combat fatigued. Like, he's he's uh, wearing... His, his nerves are fraying. Alright, well, pray this. <laughs> Oh, Melfast arrow rolls an eleven. Mm -hmm. I do love the additional bracket on the end there. The, the, yeah, the four bracket that. damage. Uh, so the Melfast acid arrow just flies harmlessly over his head. 
burns a hole in the wall. Uh, uh, what does the spell actually say regarding its, like, does it, is it leave a pool of acid when it? Uh, on a miss, the arrow splashes, oh hey, on a miss, the arrow splashes target with acid for half as much as the initial damage. Boosh. Doesn't all go oh, away. So he takes, you're one, one, three, one. So he takes three points of damage. Aha. Okay, so he terrible roll though. He takes about three points of damage. Some some acid splash on him. Ow! That's what he says. Next up, Garvis. Anthony. All right, all right. I have to keep on muting because Fanishka is making noise. Uh, Don't you have to so talk? I do usually, but I'm trying uh, mute and unmute because that's how Leo said it. So I'll just work with that. Um, so after uh, after this guy just got acid blasted, um, I'm I, you know I'm I'm gonna kind of you know chuckle a little bit and just barrage him with just two uh two quick warhammer strikes and uh i'm gonna make uh i'm gonna make uh the the second of which a uh precision attack for uh extra damage fire away using those superiority die yeah buddy use them eventually first attack is 25 to hit yeah that hits precision attack is a 27 and nat 20 uh, wow. to hit wow so, yeah the critical uh, is gonna hit so the warhammer uh the first strike hits for 13 and then the critical rolls for 11 all right well <laughs> that's a little underwhelming but uh, why is it so little what happened to the precision dice? Uh, the precision dice wasn't rolled. Roll the precision twice. How do I, uh, how do I, like, what's, what's the precision dice? Excellent. It's your class. One sec. <laughs> Isn't precision just accuracy? Oh, it's a d8. That's no, what it is. The warrior, uh, it's an extra d8? Yeah, it's, it's one d8. Uh, one of my other attacks has it built in. I don't know why that one didn't. Okay, so uh, roll another 2d8 for the crit. Yep, let me, uh, let me roll it. 11 plus 16, right? 16? Where's the 16? Come on, come on, come on. Actually, roll, roll, an <laughs> roll another d8 because it didn't even roll your crit damage. It didn't roll your crit damage on that 10 plus 1. And a two. Okay. Wow. Five. I do was... 16 damage. That was very underwhelming. So, uh, 13 and 16 you do? Yes. Just yes. just so we're clear, uh, ladies and gentlemen at home, I just rolled a one, a two, and a two. So that was that was pretty good. <laughs> okay. So, Most critical of critical. So Yo. your first your first hammer hit, you kind of pop his knee and you see it like you hear it like Crack. Hold on. I just heard Varishka yelling. Let me go see what. I, I don't care about Varishka. You swing and you pop his knee and you hear a crack. And then you like pick up your warhammer and then just freaking slam him right in the chest again where you hit him the first time. And this time when you slam, you see it dent and ugh, he starts 
gushing blood out of his mouth and keels over. He actually just did enough damage to kill him. <laughs> uh, so that guy dies. Hooray, Anthony. Oh, yeah, I killed him. Great. Killed him? <laughs> All right, cool. Sorry, yeah. I had to go rescue my dog. That, that was that was not enough for us to be a him role playing. All right, we need to get the fuck out of here. We haven't even sacked the vault yet. Yeah, I know. We need to hurry up and do that. So let's go downstairs. Like, fuck this floor. Let's search them for keys or anything. Okay. Yeah, let's uh, let's search. I'm gonna search uh, the body nearest to me. Okay. So I what? I would like to shout. Okay. To Tor. Okay. Tor, get in here. I guess I'll shuffle in there. What? What's no, up? Just, sorry, I didn't mean to cut Leo off because you guys are searching body. So the guards each have um, like twenty-seven gold pieces between them, fifteen and twelve. Um, they both have those nice war hammers that have um, a um, the hammer has like a little seal on the side of it, and it's a, a like a hammer that seems to be forging like a, a sphere that looks like you know the whole world um and it's silver with accents of some red metal um other than that they have their armor which you guys have kind of are, are their warhammers like actually nice yeah i just said they're nice warhammers are they are they better than my warhammer i don't know they tested theft uh i'll take a warhammer and i'm gonna try it out Oh, it feels nice. The balance is really, really nice. Um, it like almost like whistles through the air as you swing it. It's got it's, it's nice. It's really nicely built. Did it whistle nicely? Um, no, it it just whistled averagely. I I wanted to uh, whistle menacingly or insultingly. One of the two. Uh, maybe the other one. All right, I've <laughs> created a monster. Hang on. Okay, um, so it, does it feel magical? Um, it doesn't feel tingly. It just seems very, very well made. Okay. What should I list it as under my items? Um, just, just put it as, uh, for now, put it as fancy Warhammer. Fancy, that's exactly how I was going to put it. And with that, I'm all set. Okay. Uh, you don't seem to find any keys or, or anything like that. Um, you do find they have like these kind of uh, like they're wearing helmets. Um, make me a perception check, real quick. Who's who is searching? By the way, searching bodies. I know, I know Torlar was going in the other room, so we'll deal with that in a second, but who is searching bodies? All sis in the searching okay, so bodies. Those, those three make perceptions. Or You're not searching bodies. You're going in the other room. That's why my perception is so bad. <laughs> I can't see through 14. walls, guys! Oh, not one. <laughs> So I can't do it. I can't see without seeing through walls. Oh God! Kazidger, uh, do you? Yeah. 
Let me see. <laughs> Specifically, I'm looking for more of those bracers or amulets, whatever they oh, were. Oh, those, those uh, spider kind of brooches? Or yep. Anything spider-like on their bodies? Hey, 19. You don't find any of those spider things on their bodies, but you do, um, underneath the helmet, you do notice that there's like a kind of odd little thing stuck in both of their ears. Universal translators, Metal Gear, Babelfish. Yeah. Okay. Uh, take the helmets, guys. There's something in there we need to examine. With our. They seem to be like glorious... a little separate piece. They're not part of the helmet. They were just obscured by the helmet. Oh, okay. Then let's take these little pieces. <laughs> okay. So you grab them. Do you do anything with them? I tuck them into a pocket, and that's it. Okay. Uh. Jumping back, Yamarashi and Torlar, what are you guys doing? In the, the trophy. Tor, what manner of sorcery are these things? Uh, I glance around. Are they, they are glowing? glowing. Uh, the the portraits. All right, uh, the portraits of the room grab. are. The, they the, aren't glowing. The, the objects the in the objects cases in the are case. not glowing. The portraits are glowing. Okay, they're trash. Uh, we should rip those down, roll them up, and figure it out later. Okay. I proceed to rip the paintings. Off okay, the wall. as soon as you touch the first painting, <laughs> as, you, as you touch the painting, there's like a gentleman wearing armor, like a knight, who is like sitting, like posed over his sword. As soon as you touch the painting, a gauntleted hand reaches out of the painting, grabs your hand as his head leans forward and says, under the like muffled armor, I wouldn't do that, boy. And, uh, as you look around, all the other portraits are, there are people stepping out of each one of them. And we're going to end there for tonight. Holy oh, shit, Rob! <laughs> Alright. Oh, man. That was unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why you do this, Tor? <laughs> I mean... Why you know no more magic? <laughs> I knew that it was magic. I didn't know what it was going to do. You're like, smash and grab, uh, take the portraits, let's leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, this is oh, let's man. go. This is the worst. Well, thanks everyone for listening to us. Um, we'll see the rest of this completely botched heist go down on uh, next week. Anyone want to say anything before we uh, wrap up? We're doing so well, too. Yeah, you, guys are actually, you guys are like, oh, we'll make a distraction. We'll get in on the third floor. Then you, like, pried open the glass. I'm like, this is great. You sneak in, and then, ugh. And then you ruined everything. He's got chicken. Someone <laughs> had the fucking rundown hall, thanks to his fucking brother. <laughs> I don't know why we stopped Let's do this, Charles. Because uh, <laughs> the stairs didn't exist anymore. Yeah, the stairs going down, it seemed like the stone floor, um, for some reason, was... It's, you didn't know this, but apparently it could magically seal itself, uh, blocking access down lower. Um, you're not sure how to open it yet. Oh, yeah. I missed that part. Obviously, we should just smash through the floor. Metal facet arrow to the ground. Metal facet arrow to the ground. Metal facet arrow to the ground. Okay. Uh, thanks for playing, guys. And uh, we'll see you next time. See you. Okay. Have uh, a great night, we're guys. We're going to have Sting Appreciate play us out.